welcome to We Talk Banking Finance with Walkers, where we talk to colleagues and peers about the latest trends in offshore finance. Welcome back to the Walkers We Talk Banking and Finance podcast. I'm Julia Kepi, Group Partner in the Banking and Finance team in Jersey, and I'm joined today by Senior Associate Alice White. Thanks, Julia. It's so great to be back recording. On today's episode, we will be returning to one of our favourite topics, fund finance, which is timely with the Miami conference coming up. And we are very fortunate to be talking to the quite remarkable Jeff Johnston. So we are a fairly short podcast and I unfortunately can't use all our studio time reading out all of his achievements, but they are extensive, covering not only banking and finance, but debt capital markets and back in the day, physics. Jeff is also the former head of asset management within Wells Fargo Corporate and Investment Banking Group and was responsible for creating the subscription finance business. He is currently the chairman of the Fund Finance Association, and it is in that capacity that we are delighted to talk to him today. Welcome, Jeff. Well, Julia, first of all, uh, thank you. And and thank you for walkers for having me on. Uh, but I want to hire you to be my hype person uh, <laughs> and, and have you do introductions for me all the time. Now, happy to be here. This is uh, this will be fun. It's so good to have you, Jeff. So as Julia mentioned, we are very fast approaching what is the 12th annual Global Fund Finance Symposium that is going to be taking place in Miami on the 8th to the 12th of February. And very pleased to say that Walkers are a platinum sponsor of that event. And so we'll have quite a few representatives there from most of our offices, some of which you might actually know. So we'll have a few of our Cayman colleagues, Hugh Anderson and Justin Hart, and of course, Andrew Trainer, partner in our Dublin office. But how could I forget our very own Julia Kepi will be going across to Miami and unfortunately leaving me behind here in Jersey. So... Jeff, as someone who has been involved in this symposium for so many years and involved in the organisation of it, can you please tell me what am I going to be missing out on? What are going to be the main talking points at the symposium this year? Well, uh, uh, of course. And first of all, Alice, I'm I'm sorry you're not going to be there, but someone does have to do work. Um, and it's, uh, you know, I think it's a good testament that you're the person to best uh, best execute that. For, uh, Very well said. And, 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 and thank you to uh, to Walkers from the FFA again for, you know, continued tremendous support. You guys have been fantastic partners uh, with us for, for many, many years. So, so we're really, really excited about the Miami conference this year. Um, you know, we last year thought we put on a really good show. We had to cap out attendance around 900 attendees. There was significantly more demand. We went and took down all of the conference space that the Fountain Blue has to offer, and we somehow sold out again. So we're, we, uh, we, we had to shut it off. Uh, we're somewhere over 1,400 attendees. So over a 50% increase from, from last year. And, you know, I think we're always pretty optimistic about the community and the engagement, what we can do. But quite honestly, this, um, you know, this blew our minds away. So we're, we're really, really excited. It's going to be significantly bigger and better than, than any year that we've had before. Uh, and, you know, it's, uh, it's always fun to be in Miami in February. So, um, you know, Alice, again, apologies, Julia, uh, and I will send you a, a photo poolside, you know, oh. with the, with the margarita to, you know, to, to rub it in a, <laughs> no, a little bit, but Jeff, it's work I will... in Miami. Jeff, it's work in Miami. Remember? <laughs> it, it is, it is. There, there is 
is a lot of work, uh, a lot of work that's that's gotten done. And and you know, to to your question on on main talking points, um, there, there there are three things that I think are going to be the large takeaways this year. So mar- market liquidity, number one, is is what most people are focused on. Nav lending is going to be a huge portion of conference content, and I think discussion this year. And then the global economic environment and the the risks that that poses to to all of our businesses are are probably the top three. And and, and we really try our best at at the FFA to, you know, anticipate what do we think are going to be the larger thematics and build good content around that. And, you know, I think we've done that on the the market liquidity front. We've got a couple of panels that are are focused around balance sheet management optimization for the banks. New suppliers of fund finance is, you know, another panel that we haven't done before this year. We have a whole track of breakout sessions on NAF. Uh, so that, you know, maybe where that's been one panel or half a panel in, in prior years, we've got three of them that are 100% dedicated to that topic this year. And then on the, the global economic and, and risk piece of it, we've got Mohamed El Arian. So one, uh, you know, world renowned economist. Um, and, and not that you can't, uh, you know, see him on CNBC or, or read him in the FT every once in a while, but I think it'll be fantastic to have him for an hour to, to pick his brain. We have Pippa Malgram, who's a, you know, a, an expert on, you know, global confrontation on she's going to talk about Russia, Ukraine, about China, Taiwan, about other risks we as as lenders and investors should be focused on in the world. And we have Barry Sternley, the CEO of one of the largest real estate investors, Starwood Capital, you know, in the world. So he's got, you know, pretty good real-time data of what's going on in, you know, in a lot of different markets uh, across the world to to educate us and to, you know, to talk through some of his founding stories of building a business and having a little fun with that. So we're, we're pretty excited about the, the content that's come together this year. And, you know, my, my guess is those are going to be some of the, you know, the key talking points. I think just that lineup is incredible, Jeff. I mean, I was having a look at the lineup, making myself feel bad about what I'll be missing out on and thinking if I could only go to one, which one would I pick? And I was tempted by this one, I think it's called like new suppliers of capital. But I suppose given my day-to-day job, I would have to, if I could only pick one, go for the NAV hybrids and pref equity one purely because that lineup. Bronwyn Jones at Reed Smith, Ed Saunders at Goodwin Proctor, someone else there from Haynes and Boone. Just such an incredible lineup. Could I put you on the spot and ask you if you could only go to one panel discussions, which one would it be? Well, it, it is a tough question, and, and I, I realize, and I apologize ahead of time to participants that, um, you know, we, we we did have some structural limitations and such good content, and the downside to that is, you know, at times we are running five different parallel tracks, so people are going to have to make this decision when they want to see three or four or maybe exactly. five different things and have to go to one. Um, I, honestly, the one that um, I'm pretty excited about is is Pippa Malgram, so I, I've, you know, not that I don't love talking fun finance in every form and fashion and every level of detail, but, um, you know, really like to think about global macroeconomic, you know, risks. And, and, and she's someone who has educated me, you know, in some of her, her, her writings previously on, on just things that aren't on my radar that feel like they should be. And, you know, I, I'm going to have her talk about the space race and, you know, sort of what that means for global superpowers. And, you know, not that that's terribly impacting URI today, but 
in 10 years, it, you know, it very much could be. So um, I'm pretty excited about what she's going to going to say. So on uh, on that third afternoon track, that's the uh, that's the session that I'm going to be in. That's a, that's a great plug as well. And I completely agree. So you've kind of touched on this with all the sort of the global macroeconomic risks you just talked about with Pippa. And given all of that, do you think that there will be behavioral changes in the fund finance market this year? I mean, again, you've touched on it, the liquidity issues, the capital restrictions. So along the lines of tightening of credit terms and or security requirements for lenders, do you think they'll be changing at all this year? Yeah, I mean, I think the um, sort of the funny, maybe not surprising, but it felt like we went so many years without any change. The only change was the market got a little bigger um, and there were more people involved for, you know, year after year after year. And now I felt the past three years have been nothing but change every year. Um, and, and and certainly at some point in, in 2022, the you know liquidity piece became the dominant story. You know, for those that didn't see it, I, I, I wrote a piece and posted it on LinkedIn last fall and did a presentation at the um, the Fund Finance University around some of the large U.S. bank capital requirements that were changing and how some of the Fed Q, well, you know, QT was going to be impacting deposits and thus liquidity on some of the regional banks. And, and we've you know, we've really seen that play out over the, the last six months and continues to be, you know, to be a thematic. It, candidly, I think that's going to be the main issue in the fund finance market for the, you know, for the next six months or so. And um, that probably leads us into where we end up from a recessionary standpoint or not. But the, you know, the years and years of QE, um make it a little bit hard to flip the switch from a liquidity standpoint. And I'm not sure, you know, it's a pretty complicated topic, but everyone really understands or can figure out exactly, you know, what the qualitative, you know, quantitative tightening is going to, you know, result from a bank's ability to lend and how that juxtaposes to the demand side that continues to seemingly increase in the fund finance space. So uh, I, I think that'll be the thematic for 2023. And I, I'm not sure I um, foresee major structural changes to, to deals, you know, quite yet this year or anyone quite yet solving, you know, solving that problem. But when um, you know when supply of capital is tight, you know prices usually widen out. You know structures become a little bit more you know lender favorable. So you know I think that that maybe would be the direction that that things are likely heading this year. No, agreed. That makes perfect sense, and I I do agree. I think that's that's the way we're we're heading at the moment. Um, it certainly feels like that with all the discussions around liquidity, and and that's what everyone wants to talk about at the moment, and certainly making the headlines. Um, So very quickly, back to the FFA. So with your chairman hat on, can you tell us what else you're excited about that the FFA is doing this year? Yes. Yeah, I I would love to. Um, So once we get through the the Miami conference in a a couple of of weeks here, um, we, we really don't rest at the FFA. Um, you know, I think when I saw the planned list of events for, you know, all of the regions and all of the affinity groups as part of the FFA, we have something along the lines of 80 different events contemplated for 2023. Um, so there is going to be, you know, a ton of opportunities for, for people to be involved, um, you know, in their regions uh, for a virtual, in-person network, educational we're, we're really trying to be thoughtful 
um, to, to Alice, uh, who can't necessarily come to Miami, and uh, where we realize that some of the things that we do don't always meet the needs of a growing and, you know, increasingly diverse community. Um, so we're, we're really trying to be thoughtful from a content perspective of creating opportunities for the senior most people, the, the old folks like me, uh, you know, in the industry for the, you know, people that are within their first year or two, you know, a first year banking analyst or, you know, first year associate at a law firm to get the education that they need for the folks in between, like the rock star up and comers, you know, like Alice who, you know, want to network and figure things out and try to figure out how to, you know, how to manage a, a growing career. So we're really trying to come up with programs that attack all angles that can be beneficial to the community. We're always looking for new ideas. So, you know, please, please reach out to me. One, one thing that I'm spending a ton of time on, you know, with Emma Russell and Tina May and, and a few others, uh, we've, we've reformatted or we're trying to reformat it programming slate for Europe this year. So we've been at the landmark with the symposium for, you know, five or six years now. Um, and we're trying out a little bit of a different format that can, you know, break it up into a couple of different events. One is going to be at the Belfry. One is going to be at the QE2. You know, the QE2 event will look a lot like the, you know, the prior symposium, but more capacity. So, you know, we sort of ran out of space at the landmark, similar to what's going on with the Fountain Blue in Miami. Um, so we're continuing to try to find ways to, you know, to grow and expand. No, and I'm going to do a very brief shameless plug because I recently joined the Women in Fund Finance Committee and we're organising an event in Jersey. So, Alice, you will be at that, no no doubt. Um, but no, um, we're, it's, uh, I completely agree. And I've only been on the committee for a very short time, but the momentum is is clearly there and you know, the encouragement to come up with ideas. And the idea of having one in Jersey, which is obviously a very small island, very small part of the fund financing world, is fantastic. So, no, it's it's great to see in here. D- WFF has, has been fantastic. I think I... Uh, mentioned it, you know, on stage at the, the global symposium, you know, last year, you know, how we've been inspired by all the good work and events that they've done and, you know, uh, bringing community together. So that's, that's, you know, I think a fantastic example of, uh, you know, of good programming and outreach. You know, guys, I'm not complaining too much. I, as much as I like to cry for me, sort of testament to what Jeff just said there in terms about the Fund Finance Association are putting on. I am actually going across to one of the events in February, the diversity panel event. So, you know, I, I can't, I can't make Miami, but I do get to go across to London and, and see all the Fund Finance participants there and, and hear what they say in diversity, which is, which is great, which is great. It's not, I'm not, I'm not actually always complaining and I am very grateful. So thanks so much, Jeff. I think there's so much there in terms of what the Fund Finance Association are doing, what we think is going to be spoke about at the symposium. One common feature on our podcast that we like to ask all of our guests, if you don't mind me putting you on the spot again, is if you looked into your crystal ball and flew forward like 12 months from now, what do you think we'll be talking about then um, in terms of main trends or topics of discussion in the fund finance market? Uh, no, great, great question. Well, the, the first thing that comes to mind is is 12 months from now, I hope to be back in the market doing deals and uh, you know driving a lot of fund finance innovation and uh, being a supplier of capital again uh, into the market. So, so more, more to come on that, uh, 
a little bit later this year, but that's probably the uh, you know most personally exciting uh, piece to me. Um, I, I I think we have a lot of of innovation still left in in you know in this community and a lot of white space uh, for where you know where fund finance is ultimately going to go, uh, both within the you know the next you know year to two as you allude and 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 beyond that. So I'm I'm you know personally excited and motivated to. Um, you know, to to be part of the solution and solving problems for our clients and trying to figure out how we can, you know, get more non-bank, you know, capital into into the market and figure out other structures that um, are conducive to to other market participants. So I think there's a you know a lot of fun and exciting stuff that a lot of people are doing, and you know it's 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 neat to watch. So um, you know, to, to to me, that's the the biggest thing. I think we've got you know one of the first challenging years and and not to say that you know covid didn't present a ton of different challenges but you know for folks in the the fund finance from a business standpoint a lot of people candidly had their you know their best years ever in in, in 2020 21 so you know i think if you didn't work through the global financial crisis you know 2007 2008 2009 this potentially is the first time of, you know, real market stress. And I think that's going to be um, a learning experience for a lot of participants and, you know, fund finance is still, you know, seemingly youngish relative to a lot of areas uh, of finance. So, um, you know, I, seeing how everyone uh, navigates through some turbulent times is, um, you know, is going to be the the bigger thing for me within the the next twelve years, and I'm going to try to do everything I can to you know to help as many people and to help the market pull through and push forward after that. That's fantastic, and I think I, as someone you know still relatively new to the fund finance market, I sort of have the same views. I don't, although I have some caution, it's. it's doesn't start invite to say I'm excited to see what the next 12 months hold because I do think it's going to have its challenges but in terms of our job and what we're doing in terms of drafting and security packages and how the market's going to adapt I'm, I'm very interested if, if that's the best probably a better word curious to see what innovative ideas we come up with next probably men like yourself and my buddies are going to come up with next absolutely very excited to hear what you're up to next but I think that'll be our podcast when we bring you back to test your uh, your crystal ball <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right that's right that sounds sounds like a deal cool cool well just thank you so much from from us and walkers really appreciate your time you know you're very busy with uh, everything coming up so thank you very much for joining us and really really great to hear all your thoughts you, you both are fantastic. Appreciate it. Good seeing, seeing you. And um, I'm sure we'll chat soon. Yep. See you in Miami. Not to be too loaded. <laughs> right. Thank you, Jeff. That's amazing. Thank you so, so much. You've been listening to We Talk Banking and Finance from Walkers. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like, share and subscribe.